Honey Hush is a podcast by a Southern businesswoman who knows a thing or two about using honey to attract the bees. Every week, Elizabeth will discuss up-and-coming and established leaders alike how to win influence with one simple strategy, kindness. Whether you're a successful entrepreneur or still in the dream phase, Honey Hush will teach you that the sweeter the honey, the more bees you'll attract. Community is always more fun than competition. Barbie is a liar. Yeah. I said it. Our beloved Barbie is a liar. I found myself saying that a lot lately. As I coach my clients, the idea of accomplishment and satisfaction and effectiveness keeps coming up. And my main response is that Barbie has fed us a bucket of lies. Before we get too deep in today's episode, I want to remind you that my new book, Learning Differently, a mom's view of raising children with dyslexia and ADHD is now available for purchase on Amazon. This book was written with parents in mind who are raising children who learn differently than what has been defined as normal or average. My two oldest children just happen to have dyslexia and ADHD stamped on their educational record, but yours may have a speech deficit, slow processing, autism, a hearing impairment. The list goes on and on, but the truth is that most reading material out there speaks to the best practices and accommodations and maybe even remediations. My book is written to encourage the parent that all those emotions that you feel are normal, but that Actually, the learning disability, it's not a death sentence. It's actually a gift if you're willing to take the time to unwrap the box to see what's really inside. Our children believe whatever we tell them. So let's not only tell them, but show them that they are champions, not victims. And if this does not apply to you, share it with someone that could use the community and encouragement from learning differently. life do you remember would encourage you by telling you you can be anything you want to be or you can accomplish anything you set your mind to probably it was a well-meaning grandmother or an inspiring teacher and look no one was intentionally trying to set you up for failure but what may have happened was a false sense of hope again not on purpose but very real all the same In 1959, Mattel created a doll that we all affectionately know as Barbie. Her real name is actually Barbara Millicent Roberts, for those of you you that care. (laughs) Barbie had traditionally been the symbol of beauty and elegance. The dolls for many little girls still today, even my own daughters, signify innocence and grace as they would disappear into their imagination of play. In 1992, there was a particular doll called Teen Talk Barbie that said the phrase, Math class is tough. That did not sit well with parents, obviously, because the last thing a parent needed was their child's favorite doll agreeing with them that math homework was dumb. So around about 2014, Mattel did a little market research and at one point created a Barbie collection that was geared towards female empowerment. You can be anything was and still is the new official slogan. But they were smart and recently added the tagline, Through the doll, a girl can be anything she wants to be. When a girl plays with Barbie, she imagines everything she can become. The toy maker has placed this emphasis on the play acting of the career, not the actual realization of the career aspirations. If you were to do your own internet research on this Barbie concept, it will for sure take you on a deep rabbit hole of opinions and research. 
But my thoughts today are not on body image or body objectification. Neither of my girls have issues with this category that I'm aware of that can be traced back to their obsession with their Barbie dolls. In general, I'm very much pro-Barbie. What I am not a proponent of is being told or telling anyone else, for that matter, that they can be anything that they want to be or that a person's mindset is the indicator of achieving a set goal. Let's take a very elementary stab at this, okay? If you're extroverted, how much willpower is enough to make yourself introverted? If you are a 5 foot 2 inch tall woman, how many positive affirmations does it take to grow the additional 6 inches to be considered for that actress position that requires a 5 foot 8 inch person? I cannot imagine feeding the lie to my 140-pound 11th grade boy that he's going to beat out his 280-pound opponent on the defensive line of a football team. Y'all, he would be flatter than flat in a matter of milliseconds. Telling him that he can be anything he wants to be would be detrimental to his literal existence. 280 pounds beats 140 pounds every single Friday night. However, if he said he wanted to be a wide receiver... 140 pounds beats 280 pounds in that scenario every single down. You get the point. Barbie has been lying to us every single Saturday morning as we sit with our own kids watching cartoon commercials. It was a really smart kid in high school, or I was a really smart kid in high school, I should say. My ACT scores opened doors, and my career assessments told me that I should be an accountant. What? Me? An accountant? No. Heck no. I could be an accountant, sure, maybe. I mean, all the test scores and and people in my life were telling me that, but I was not created to be an accountant. Absolutely not. Accountants also have lots of gifts and talents that I lack, one of them being attention to detail. I am terrible at that, y'all. So maybe I could have had, you know, CPA after my name, but very quickly my employer would have recognized she hired the wrong person for the job. What I'm talking about in this whole thing is not a historical monologue of Barbie or how your grandmother blew saccharine wind into your sails. Nothing is wrong with our little girls playing with Barbie dolls dressed up as a veterinarian or as an astronaut, nor is it a problem when someone gives you heartfelt encouragement. But what I'm talking about is you knowing your expectations and your limitations. We cannot do it all. I don't care what Barbie says, and we certainly cannot do it all well. We can, however, do certain things really well, and those things are going to look different for each of us. Have you ever made a list, a real live, tangible, written list of what you do really well, like so well that it stands out in a crowd because everyone around you does not do those particular things as well as you? Then I challenge you to make a different list of all the things that you do because you have to. Some of the things on that list you may do okay, and others you might actually be awful at. Michael Hyatt calls that list of things the drudgery list. Things you do because someone else has asked you to do them, but it does not fulfill you in any way. Or maybe it's things you do that are outside of your actual limitations. I mean, this could be something as simple as some people like to do laundry, some people don't. All the way up to, you know, things that you're having to do at work that you're being asked to do that some people do well and some people don't. Once I trained for a half marathon 
Okay, in reality, I did not train, okay? I just decided in my head that on my 40th birthday, I was going to run 13 miles to prove something to myself. Regardless, even if I would have trained, not trained, doesn't matter. I am not a long-distance runner. Not naturally and not unnaturally. I'm very athletic, but I have limitations. I really, really want to be a graceful long-distance runner. But honestly, I look like about as graceful as a hippopotamus when I run, no matter how many lessons in posture or gait that I've received from my Orange Theory coach. For someone to continue to feed me the lie that I could look and feel amazing crossing the finish line of the Disney Princess Marathon is not really loving me very well. However, for someone to see me and see my passion and determination that I have and to steer me in a direction that is within my natural skill set, like say a short distance option, okay, that is loving me well. My point to you in all of this is we are all hardwired a certain way from the day of our birth. Every single situation and circumstance in your life has helped build the case for your life's narrative. Five kids can be raised by the same set of parents in the same house, eating the same food, going on the same vacations, attending the same school. And all five children are going to walk away at 18 years old with five different perspectives on that experience. And y'all, that is beautiful. Ingenuity and transformation is built through healthy expressions of being different and seeing life differently. But unless you know why you do what you do or why you do what you do really well, you very might, you know, you very well might just be left to the definitions that other people have placed on you. And oftentimes as children, because we can do something, someone convinces us that we should do something. I mean, think about it. How many doctors are out there practicing medicine only because they scored a high score on an achievement test in high school? Some well-meaning person says, because you can, then you should. How many strong-willed women out there slaying in courtrooms only because other women in their lives called them bossy their whole lives when they were little girls? Some well-meaning person said, because you never back down from an argument, then you should be a lawyer. This well-meaning and hardly ever ill-intended dialogue quickly becomes that Barbie narrative in so many of our lives. Don't you want to be rich when you're older? Then you should be an architect. You can be anything you want to be. Don't you want your summers off with your kids? Then you should be a teacher. You can be anything you want to be. But the real question is, before all the other questions, is who are you? What is your hard wiring? Underneath all the layers that other people can see with their eyes, what is your motivation for getting out of bed every single day? The question I ask myself a lot, and I mean like a whole lot, is what do I want people to say at my funeral? I know that's weird. It's sort of morbid. But guys, we get to reverse engineer that question to make the answer our everyday reality. Live a life that justifies the answer that you want heard at your own funeral. Here's the warning, though. If you're living a life outside of your hard wiring, trying to be something you were never created to be, trying to feel someone else's dream, you know, trying to fulfill the Barbie mentality, the words spoken over your casket may not be as enduring as you would hope. I truly do think children, as well as adults, need encouragement to step out of our comfort zones. For sure, there is a place for that Barbie slogan. It's not all bad. In fact, it's what motivated me to become an author to begin with. 
But over the years, I developed the discipline of knowing what is honestly within my scope and what is actually a prideful pipe dream. I'm a 42-year-old woman, five foot two inches, mama of three. I can Barbie slogan myself all the way to New York City, but no one is going to sign me for the cover of Vogue. But you know what? I do not really want to be a cover model anyway. Sure, it would be fun and, and glamorous, sounds cool, but I've learned that what I want and what I'm hardwired for and what I'm called to accomplish. Y'all, I don't study Barbie. I study Elizabeth. I know what I am. I know what I'm capable of and I know what I want. And I can become anything that I want to be because of that knowing. I encourage you to take time this summer, I guess, or what's left of it, (laughs) to do that very same thing. Y'all already know that I'm a certified Enneagram coach and I love everything that comes with that line of thinking. I've helped loads of people over the summer take the weight of expectations off their shoulders and find freedom in being their authentic selves. And of course, I would love to have the same exact conversation with you. But I mean, if you know another Enneagram coach that you love, book time with her instead. That's fine. The investment in discovering you is a payoff that not only benefits you, but everybody else around you. Now, if you don't even know what Enneagram coaching is or even what I'm talking about, like what's the Enneagram, you know, and why does that have anything to do with, you know, discovering myself, just go to my website, EBC, so Elizabeth Blake Cassano, EBC Consulting, LLC.com. There's a lot of just explanation stuff there. You can follow me at EBC underscore consulting on social media as well. But regardless, I want you to take some time this weekend to ask yourself what you want and be brave enough to evaluate your days to see if what you want and what you're doing and how you're living are those days adding up to a life that actually reflects your heart. So until next time, queens, keep the honey flowing.